Hello, guys. This is John with Catholic for Next. Thank you for dropping by my humble podcast. Well, I will endeavor to answer any questions that you may have concerning the Catholic faith one episode at a time. I try to get on here on Mondays and Thursdays. And I'm also on YouTube, Catholic for Rednecks, Instagram, and Facebook, and TikTok. Just about everything out there, Catholic for Rednecks. If you'd like to get in touch with me and ask a question, or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, just shoot me an email to Catholic for Rednecks podcast at gmail.com. Just want to talk about something called sacraments. Today, when I was going to the Presbyterian Church, this was about 2012, I was getting really burned out because I had been bouncing from denomination to denomination. You know, the uh, Protestant Church is made up of many, many different denominations that, um, just to be blunt, disagree with each other. And I had gotten really burned in all what they call the Word of Faith Church, the Prosperity Gospel, name it, claim it. I had been born and raised Southern Baptist, believing once saved, always saved, eternal security, and man, it just, but, you know, I would go from church to church and would hear a different interpretation, a different dogma, different, um, just a, they didn't agree with each other, and it was frustrating for me. And I remember calling my pastor. His name was Bert at the Presbyterian Church. He said, I'm going to take me a vacation from church. He said, why is that? I said, because I'm just really burned out and confused. All these denominations out here disagree with each other. I mean, just the Baptist church alone has 60 different denominations within it. And I'm tired of worrying about who's right, who's got the truth, so I'm just not going to go to church for a while. And he asked me, well, I can understand that, but where will you get the sacraments? Now, that was a word that I didn't hear much of. And I asked him, what sacrament are you talking about? And primarily, he was talking about the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. How would I get the Lord's Supper? Now, that was very interesting because in the Presbyterian Church, we believed that the Lord's Supper was a sacrament, but we didn't believe that it was real. We believed it was just a symbol. And that's the same way growing up Southern Baptists and being in the Pentecostal churches, we believed that these things like being baptized in water or taking the Lord's Supper that they were just symbolic, um, that they really didn't mean anything. Well, they meant something, but nothing happened. It was just a symbol, just a sign. And uh, But then I realized they really didn't apply that definition to other things like marriage, because marriage was more than a symbol. Um, it was actually a man and a wife becoming one, and uh, just different things like that. So, what does the word sacrament mean? It has come from a Latin word named mystery. And one of the things I love about the Catholic Church is that when they cannot fully explain something, they call it a mystery. 
like the Trinity. There's no one that can fully explain the Trinity. Um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, these three are one. But as far as just understanding how it all works, there's no one that can do that. So it's a mystery. So the sacraments, now I'm going to give you a redneck definition. It's not one from the catechism, but a sacrament. And we're talking about in the Catholic Church, there are seven sacraments, seven of them. We're going to go through each of them real briefly. They're not that hard to understand. But here's my redneck, backwoods, Alabama definition of a sacrament. A sacrament is when a priest does something physically and Jesus does something spiritually at the same time. Um, so God uses tools in the sacraments. He uses certain objects like water or oil. And he uses a priest, human hands, a voice. And the priest is doing a form of ministry in the physical and uh, he's saying things or anointing you or, or praying and something is happening inside your heart by the Spirit of God. So a sacrament, and it's a mystery. We don't know how it works. But through the sacrament given by a priest, that's what a priest does. A priest offers sacrifice. He offers sacraments. He's more than just a preacher. More than a pastor. You know, a pastor is giving you uh, wisdom, but a priest is giving you the sacraments. But when that priest anoints you with a sacrament, when there's a sacrament that's happening, it's really a grace that's being imparted to you by Jesus himself. Now, I hope I didn't just totally confuse you. Let's look at the sacraments. The first sacrament is baptism. And we believe as Catholics that that is how you are actually born again. How does one come to be a Christian? Well, of course, you hear the gospel and you believe the gospel. But we see from the Bible that Jesus instituted the sacrament, the mystery of baptism. He was baptized himself. And all we see that the whole world was baptized by the flood, there was sin in the world, and then it rained and flooded and baptized the earth and washed all that out. And we see uh, that God uses water. The priest uses water. And we see that all over the Old Testament where the priests in the Old Testament would sprinkle certain things and people with water. And we see it with uh, John the Baptist. We see it in the the prophets, you know, where Ezekiel talks about your conscience being sprinkled with water. We see Jesus getting baptized in uh, John chapter 3 and also in Mark, uh, the Great Commission. Jesus says, go ye therefore in all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So baptism is the first sacrament. That is how you get into the club. My mouth is pretty dry, excuse me, while I sip on this. But um, so baptism is a doorway. That's how you get into the kingdom of God 
is baptism through water. Uh, I believe it's um, Acts 22 talks about arise, confess your sins, and be baptized with water. Why did God use water? I don't know. We'll ask him one day. Um, the Bible in First Peter says that baptism does save you. That's how he does it. People say, I've been bought with the blood. What does that mean? I've been washed with the blood. What does that mean? That's baptism. And we see baptism all over the Gospels. It's something Jesus instituted. Very important. Jesus instituted these sacraments. There are things he did physically that brought spiritual change. And number two, confirmation. Now, that's a weird word to me, but there's a sacrament of confirmation. Another way to say it is uh, the baptism or the filling of the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you and brings his gifts, his superpowers, his graces and anointings with you. So when you are baptized, uh, babies are baptized in the Catholic Church to remove original sin. And then later on, they get confirmed. Then some people that's never been baptized, they want to join the Catholic Church, become a Christian. Then uh, they are baptized. That removes all their past sins. And then you have confirmation. And confirmation was when a priest lays hands on you anoint you with some oil, and you are confirmed, you are filled with God's Spirit, and you also receive gifts and graces of the Spirit. Okay, after those two, you have the sacrament of the Eucharist, which we call the Lord's Supper, and somehow this is a mystery, but when the priest prays over the bread and the wine, by the power of God, they become the flesh and blood of Jesus, physically, spiritually. You go down there after the, um, you know, during the Mass, and you receive Jesus on your tongue or on the palm of your hand. You're receiving bread and wine that have been transformed into the body of Christ. So that is a mystery, how the priest can pray, and God himself turns the bread and wine into the body of Christ. We'll read all about that at the Last Supper when Jesus, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus picks up the bread and says, this is my body. So it's something Jesus instituted. He picks up the chalice and says, this is my blood. Um, then the whole John chapter 6 talks about it. And then we go over into the New Testament. The Apostle Paul talks about it. And we look in the Old Testament where God fed the people manna. So after that, we have the sacrament of confession or uh, penance. And that's where when you sin, you go see, see a priest and the priest is acting as Christ. And you confess your sins to the priest. I did it yesterday at Mass. I went into the little confession booth, got on my knees and I'm really talking to Jesus, and the priest is acting as Jesus, and he's hearing my confession, and then I get absolved of my sins. This comes from Jesus. Jesus instituted a penance in the upper room, and it says in John 20, 23, 
that Jesus gave the apostles the authority to forgive sins. And we see that again in the epistles, James 5.14. Oh, we see it in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that God gave the apostles a ministry of reconciliation. So it's really Jesus forgiving you of your sins, and the priest is just a vessel, just like he was with baptism. The priest pours water over you, you're baptized. Or the priest lays his hand on you with oil, and you are confirmed, filled with the Spirit. The priest hands you the Eucharist, and um, Jesus made the Eucharist his body, so that's using a priest. You go to confession, you go before the priest. That's the way they did in Matthew chapter 3, verse 6. Uh, when they went to see John the Baptist, said so they went to John the Baptist to confess their sins to be baptized. Then we have the sacrament of healing. It used to be called the last rites. Uh, we go to Luke 4.40 and we'll see where the whole city would line up and Jesus would lay hands on them and heal them. That's Luke 4.40. You see it all through, especially Matthew 8 and 9. Those whole two chapters are about healing. But uh, we know in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost with power who went about doing good and healing all that were afflicted of the devil. We sit in James 5.14, we see confession and healing there. Just It's a sacrament. So if you're about to have surgery, you've been in an accident, or you're laying there uh, in bad shape, you call the priest, the priest comes and brings um, oil. He prays a prayer of forgiveness on you and of healing, and many people were healed. Or if they pass on, they get something called extreme junction where their sins are absolved. And once again, here's the priest anointing you with oil, praying, and it's Jesus doing the healing. It's God doing the healing. But the priest is part of it. It's a mystery. Then we get to the sacrament of matrimony. And you remember in Mark chapter 10, verse 9, where Jesus said that a man and woman shall leave their parents and the two shall become one. Uh, they become one. Jesus instituted, ordained, and marriage between a man and a woman. He also went to the wedding feast at Cana, John chapter 2. Uh, he endorsed it. In Mark chapter 10, 9, he says, What God has put together, let no man, no man put asunder. So notice that the marriage is that the man and wife become one by God. Yet you got the preacher or the priest that performs the sacrament. Um, my kids, when they got married, they went to Father Joe, and he performed the sacrament of matrimony, but it was God that made them one. So then we go on to the holy orders. We see those in I believe it's John 13 and 14, and just all over the book of Acts, or just book of Luke, everywhere, holy orders. Um, that's where the priest or the bishop will ordain people to become priests, um, deacons, and what have you. So, you know, God calls, and the person goes to the priest, and then the priest, the bishop, will 
actually lay hands on them, anoint them, and ordain them. But it's God doing the calling. It's God doing the empowering. But once again, you use a bishop, a priest, that's doing the physical part of it. So those are the seven sacraments. We have baptism with water, confirmation, they use oil, Eucharist, they use bread and wine, confession, you know, they just use their voice. Then you got healing, where they're laying on the hands and anointing you with oil. You got matrimony, where they're using their words and um, lay, laying on of hands, I believe. And then you got the holy orders, the same thing. So we have God doing the spiritual part through a priest doing a physical part. So those are the seven sacraments. So when you hear about that at Mass, that is what he's talking about. He's talking about God using a priest doing something physical, yet it is God, his power, the Holy Spirit, his gift, accomplishing this grace in the spiritual realm. So uh, I'm going to make an announcement here in a day or two about some things on the podcast. Please go to Spotify and uh, give me a five-star rating, and you're welcome to support us. There's a PayPal on there. We'd really love that, but I'll be praying for you, and we'll be on here again Thursday. You have a good week.